from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. If you haven't become a member, please make sure you become a member today on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. It's free and easy down the road we go, so make sure that you become a member. Membership has its privileges, as it always does. If you're on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, you have the opportunity to listen in to the show very, very, not that it's already extremely easy. It makes it even easier somehow, some way. If you become a member, on mixlr.com backslash wake up call dt then every time the show goes live an email gets sent to you and says wake up call is live click to listen and you click to listen it's as simple as that you can also chat with me in the live chat room on mixlr.com backslash wake up call dt during every live broadcast so only members can chat in the chat room and only members will get emailed and have that easy link to listen in to the show so thank you so much for tuning in and thank you to everybody that's become a member i greatly appreciate it and i thank you for it and with that being said let's hop in to our interviews here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora with the Syracuse basketball team. We got plenty of interviews coming up this week. This is a little taste. There's definitely more coming your way. So we're going to have some fun in this nice little Syracuse preview week for the basketball team. And I feel I feel honored and I feel privileged to as always speak with this with this basketball team and you know and and with with some new faces I definitely have an opportunity to speak with some of those new faces, and, and, and one of those new faces is Robert Braswell. Robert Braswell, who first and foremost makes a lot of good decisions in his life because he is a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, so we, we know that he's a smart guy, so that's, that's something that's good to know right off the bat. Robert Braswell is, uh, is with me here uh, this morning. My conversation with him for me to share with you and uh, this conversation starts with how he was welcomed into Syracuse and how he was treated, just how he feels about this Syracuse team and how they have brought him in. So this is Robert Braswell speaking with me about that right here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora to start off our conversations for the morning. Uh, everybody here is great. You know, uh, it's like a family. Oh, hell no. Oh? Feeling, I guess yeah. I don't even know how to explain it, but I mean everybody is willing to help. They're not gonna let you just fall on your back. This team got to the Sweet 16 last year with having like five and a half guys, so to speak, with Barama not being at 100%. There's depth on this year's team. I know you weren't with the team last year, but what have they told you about their run and what they were able to do? And, and obviously now having more depth this year to maybe get, get even further in that respect. Uh, they definitely mentioned that. It was they didn't have like their full five guys because you know Barama was hurt, but they so they had to 
They had to do. They did what they had to do. That's, that's how they pretty much explained it. Adrian Autry talked about having you in the room and, and just what that's meant to him early on here as you get ready for the season. What is Coach Autry? How, what has he done to teach you? How has he made you better? Just what you can say about him as a teacher. Yeah, he's constantly pushing me to be the best I can be. He wants the best for me, and I want to be great too. So he's never stopped pushing me. And he's always helping me out, telling me, you know, like helping, uh, like during practice and stuff, talking me through the drills. You verbally commit to the team, then you put it on paper. Now you're physically here. Just what you can say about being this close to the season, and just what's on your mind at this point? I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we have, or what we can do for the whole season. Who's kind of taking you under their wing on the team? Do you have any mentors that that you've gotten close with at this point? Uh, I think Elijah Hughes and Frank. Frank helps me out a lot. And how so with Elijah and Frank? Uh, Elijah, I just I hang out with him a lot. And then Frank, he talks to, to me about a lot of basketball stuff, and he tells me like, you know, like what I could do better to help out the team and stuff like that. That coming from Robert Braswell once again. Robert Braswell, a newcomer to the Syracuse basketball team for the 2018-19 season, incoming with Jalen Carey as well as Buddy Beheim and Elijah Hughes being a new face on the court, but not a new player on the team as he was there on the team last year. So four new four new opportunities for Syracuse, four new pieces for Syracuse essentially on the court this season, and one of them being Robert Braswell. And I want to thank him for his time. For those of you playing the home game, this is the first time that him and I have done an interview together. So thank you to Robert for giving me that opportunity, and I look forward to many, many more. As we move forward here, I am more than excited to share my conversation with Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bayheim and I, as I said before, are no strangers to one another. We have spent plenty of time speaking here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. It is always an honor of mine. It is always a privilege of mine to speak with Buddy. Always have fun talking with Buddy, and we've We've built up a good relationship here on the show. So with that being said, I am happy to have Buddy back on the broadcast as we continue to preview the upcoming season for Syracuse basketball. And we're going to start with Buddy with our conversation on it finally being a reality. You know, he's going to be playing for his dad and he'll have the opportunity to play against his brother Jimmy for at least the next few seasons as Jimmy's at Cornell and they play Syracuse every year. So just what he can say about not only being coached by his dad, but getting to play against his brother in Division One basketball. I mean, it's just crazy to think about after 15, 14 years of playing against my brother in, the, in, the, in our playroom with my dad refing and getting in fights over that stuff is something that comes to mind and now translating it to where we are now and playing against each other is something that is really crazy to think about and really a dream come true. Your dad's coaching, obviously, this team at Syracuse and then coming to see your brother, going to see you, going to see the family. Now it's all going to be on one court, at least for that game, and he'll have the opportunity to watch your game because you're on his team. Just Is it kind of surreal, kind of strange right now? It's definitely surreal. Um, it honestly feels right for me. It feels like it's something that I've envisioned since day one, since I came here first as a kid going to the games, and it's really something that I've 
taking it takes me back really for the first couple of days of just getting used to and having fun and really enjoying it. And I just want to make sure I can cherish every moment. It's not just you being a newcomer on this team, but also Robert Braswell and Jalen Carey, Elijah Hughes is available this year. Yeah. Just what you can say about that, because Ty has said that that meant something to him, that this team was having something this year in the group of you guys they didn't have last year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that's going to give us a boost. Those are three great players there, uh, Jalen, Rob, and Elijah are going to help us a lot this year and, and throughout the next couple years as players. And they're both, they're all great guys and definitely get something that last year's team didn't have. And I got to ask you lastly just about Jerry McNamara and just what you can say about, I mean, obviously you've known him for a while, yeah. but being in the room with him, just what that means? I mean, it means everything. Just watching him growing up and just wanting to be like him as a player and idolizing him is something and finally working out with him and learning from him is something no one else uh, I'd rather learn from than GMAC. Thanks, man. I always yeah. appreciate talking with yeah. you on the phone. It's good to finally yeah, meet you. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. You've been good. That coming from Buddy Bayheim, Buddy Bayheim, obviously the son of the great Jim Bayheim and the brother of Jimmy Bayheim over at Cornell, spending some time with me this morning in our basketball preview that will happen throughout the week for Syracuse Orange men's basketball. Coming up next is another newcomer to the team this season on the court, but he was with the team all last season prepping and getting ready, and that is Elijah Hughes. We speak on him with him first and foremost about coming out of the stable, so to speak. He's had to wait his turn. He had to watch last season, and now he's coming out of the gate. He's coming out of the stable. What does he think of that? Uh, it's exciting. I'm just excited. I'm just ready to get going. This team, you got to watch them last year make the run that they did to the Sweet 16 with five and a half guys with Barama not being at 100%. You guys have depth now. Just what you can say about taking that success from last year and make sure that you translate it into this year and, and move forward. Uh, it just shows, you know, the kind of resilient guys we got in this team. You know, guys that just, that just keep playing, can play hard regardless. We've been waiting to see you. What should fans be excited about? Um, just my competitiveness, you know, what I bring to my energy level I bring to the game. And, you know, just how hard I play. I'm just ready to, I'm just ready to go. Being a utility guy, being able to bounce around and be in the front court and the back court, just speak with me on that versatility. Um, you know, something that I was – God gave me how I'd say, you know, I was able to handle the ball, shoot the ball, you know, have a high IQ, make plays. So I just – something that was really much God gave to me. The brotherhood, the family, a lot of your teammates have spoken with me about that. O'Shea comes back, Tyus comes back. Tyus said that he saw something special in the team this year. Just what you can say about that? Um, you know, he, he wasn't wrong, and I agree with him. You know, this, this team could do a lot of stuff. You know, we have a lot of weapons, a lot of versatility, and we could we can give, we can do a lot to some teams in ACC. Just what you can say about the freshmen coming in as well and what they bring to this team? Uh, they're all talented. You know, they all bring something different to the table. You know, I feel like Jalen's best asset is just being you know, a tough New York City guard, gritty guard. You know, Buddy, the way he shoots the ball, and, you know, Rob is versatility on offense at his height. And I think that I saw you recently at Chick-fil-A yeah. when we when we shook hands. Got to spend a moment there. So I have to ask you what you eat when you go to – what's the go-to at Chick-fil-A? Uh, regular chicken sandwich, no pickle, and extra Chick-fil-A sauce. Do you have the Polynesian sauce ever? No, 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 no. Just Chick-fil-A sauce. Just Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay, what's the side? Fries? Fries and a vanilla milkshake. And a vanilla milkshake. Vanilla have milk. you had the cookies and cream? No, I haven't yet. I heard it's good, though. You got to try that one. I will next time. Next right. time. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero. 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. 
kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's, it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is, is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing. With Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your event, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing. Proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Gear up with the real deal at Dreisig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DreisigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. 
With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, live streaming internet radio available to you every single weekday outside of, you know, holidays and whatnot. And you can also listen to the live stream on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage because the live stream is embedded there for you to be able to listen to. So if you're on the website and you're reading articles and checking things out and watching videos and looking up the the businesses that we're proud to work with and whatnot, you can also listen to the show on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage right from that homepage. You can listen to the MixLR feed. So thank you. However you're listening and wherever you're listening from, God bless you and much appreciation to each and every single one of you for being tremendously awesome people and spending some time with me, appreciating what I do and how I do it and the the difference that we are, the different sound, the different feel. Thank you so much for that love. I can't I honestly cannot thank you enough. So thank you for being a part of my dreams and thank you for being a part of my goals and thank you for being positive people in the community that are trying to do what I'm trying to do, which is just work as hard as you can to be a good person and do good things and be able to go to sleep and put your head on the pillow and not have to think about all the uh, things you did wrong, but instead, you know, to appreciate, you know, the, the things that you have done right and the people that you love and just surrounding yourself with good people. So just know if you got nowhere to go, you can always come here. And if you have places to go, you can still always come here. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. You have heard in today's show from Robert Braswell and Buddy Bayheim, two true freshmen to Syracuse in our one-on-one conversations. You have also heard from Elijah Hughes, who was here last season but could not play due to NCAA transfer rules. So he has three seasons left with the Orange And we had a great time talking with one another this week as well. So I want to thank him for that. And coming up next is Howard Washington. Howard Washington and I have spent plenty of time speaking with one another. Always appreciate his time and just a really chill guy, really a really nice guy and a hardworking guy. So I appreciate him. I thank him for his time. I asked him how he's feeling right now coming off of his injury that he suffered last season and just kind of where he's at, and that's where we start the conversation. Good. Uh, right on pace, just you know, been getting back in the swing of practicing, uh, strengthening and working with Ryan and Brad and those guys every day, just getting back to you know, getting back to 
What do you feel, you know, timetable-wise, as far as when you'll be able to get back out there? Uh, right now, there's no no exact set date. Like I said, I'm pra I've been practicing. Um, I'm not playing tonight, but I've have been practicing and getting back into work. I mean, I've been working out and doing the stuff since since school started and since the over the summer. So um, I'm right on pace where I need to be. You know, no setbacks or anything like that. So I sh I sh I'm gonna be good. Speaking with the staff, speaking with Coach Beheim, just what you can say about, you know, do you feel that maybe this year you're, even though you're, I, know, I know you're coming back from injury and it's going to take some time, but have you kind of realized maybe carving out a spot for yourself and, and finding a place in this team? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I feel like I'd definitely be a, a key piece, you know, uh, bring what I can to the table, you know, do what I have to do, whatever whatever needs to be done. And our main goal is to win. So whoever whoever can help us win is who's going to play. Uh, and that's always been coach's philosophy. He says that to everybody, you know, just, he has no favorites, no this and that, whoever five or ten or however many people he wants to play or sub-rotate, we do whatever it takes to win. So I think I could definitely can help. What is it about your game that you feel you can bring? What's that element that you bring to this team? Uh, just a, a team leader. Uh, I like to distribute. I like to distribute the ball. I like to get guys the ball. I know we have, we have a bunch of scorers. When we're adding Elijah, keep bringing back Tyus, O'Shea, Frank, guys. You know, like to score. I think I can bring. I mean, obviously I can score as well. But one thing that I think that's different to me is I'm a, like a facilitator. You know, I want to run a team. I want to you know get guys involved. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would prefer a 10 assists than 20 points in a game. You know, I mean, because I know I have guys that. That's what they do, you know. What I mean, Ty, guys like Ty score the ball. O'Shea, like I said, Elijah's coming in this year, a great scorer. Um, so I really think I could just bring a, a, a good team leader, uh, a vocal, vocal leader, lead by example, and be a good distributor. Ty has said that you know he saw some some key pieces coming in that you guys didn't have last year: Robert Braswell, Jalen Carey, Buddy Bayheim. Just what you can say, and, and Elijah as well. Just what that brings to the table. Uh, a lot. I mean, it just brings depth. I know depth. I mean, coach has been talking about it. Uh, we see stuff all over, whatever interviews and stuff. The coach has done that. That's. I mean, last year we had five, six guys playing 40 minutes a game, and we still did well and succeeded. So. The same. We have the same template. The same. You know, same. We're going to attack everything the same exact way, with more depth. And it just helps when we have two, three, four guys at a position that there's no fall off, there's no slack or anything like that. So I think that's definitely going to help us a lot this year. What have you learned about yourself going through the adversity of the injury and, and just everything that's gone on being on the team last year, being involved in part of it, and then having the season you know kind of shortened for you as far as what the injury did? Just what you learned about all that? Um, I mean that there's more to just. I mean there's there's more to life. Like obviously you know I was still on the sideline every game, you know helping guys out, still trying to be a leader even if I'm out on the court. You know talk to guys, help guys out here and there, uh, keep guys up, uplifting, try to be a coach on you know second second coach or coach on the floor even though I wasn't on the floor just talking to guys or whatever it may be so definitely that I was able to be impactful and helpful last year in our run um, even if I wasn't on the court and that definitely you know helped me and I know the guys appreciated coaches appreciated and I wasn't selfish about it I know I got injured or whatever it may be but I wasn't just on the bench or didn't come to the games you know what I mean so I still I, I love the game I love basketball I love you know everything like that so I just, that definitely showed that. Yeah, coming once again from Howard Washington Jr. Howard Washington Jr. Uh, didn't have a lot of time on the court last season when he was healthy, and he got hurt. So he is rehabbing, getting better, as you know he was speaking about. And I really hope that there's a place on this team for him. Like he said, he doesn't look for his shot first. He is a traditional point guard. He would rather have what he said, you know, 10, 11 assists, as opposed to going out there and you know scoring the ball and whatnot. So he is a distributor. And I look forward to him finding his place because he is one hell of a kid. 
And I really just, you know, there's people in life that you root for. He works really, really hard, diligently. Uh, all the guys do. And you just want to see him have a place out there on this team. So much love and much respect to Howard Washington. Up next is Tyus Battle. Uninterrupted conversation, him and I talking about his decision. Hindsight being 2020, just what he now can say about coming back to Syracuse. I mean, uh, it's, I think it's a great decision. We have a really good team. Uh, we added really, really uh, important pieces that I think we really needed. And um, since practice has started, I think we're, we're looking really good. So I'm excited. Those pieces, Robert Braswell coming in, Jalen Carey, Buddy Bayheim, Elijah Hughes is now available to play. Just what you can say about those pieces and, and what you think maybe you were needing last year that you get from those guys. I mean, the biggest thing is the score offensive end. Uh, they, they can all score. They have all they all have high IQs. and um, But they're, they're all good people. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, you always need to gel well as a team, and uh, we get along on and off the court. So uh, that makes it that much better. Coach Audrey said, going off of that, that this is a we team, and that you know you guys don't have to necessarily play 40 minutes yeah. this year. You were one of the guys that had to do that every game. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good to be able to say maybe maybe it's 37, maybe it's 35, maybe I get to to breathe a little bit? I mean, it helps. It definitely helps. I mean, you get a little uh, a little a little longer rest and break. Um, and, and when you're in the game, you can just go that much harder because you know you have someone that's just as good that's coming to help you out and take you out. So um, you just got to leave it all on the floor. O'Shea deciding to be here as well. Just what it means to, to you guys to both come back into this team. Like you said, you saw something here. Did you guys kind of get together and say, you know, there, there's something brewing here that could be special? Oh, I, 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 we all knew it. We all knew it. We all knew, knew the pieces we were adding. And uh, we all know how good we can be, the potential we have. Um, so we just got to make it happen. Five and a half guys with Brahma not being 100% last year. And you go to the Sweet 16. What do you see in this team right now? Because, I mean, from the outside looking in, from my perspective at least, it's Sweet 16 and, and maybe more than that, knowing that you guys gutted it out last year and now you have some more bodies. Uh, I mean, I said it multiple times last year, but the last, the last year's team, what we uh, brought to the table was our heart and how hard we competed every time we stepped on the floor. And we have everyone back from that last year's team, so we're just improving on that. I mean, we have guys who can score the ball. Our defense will always carry us. Um, so I'm really excited. We, we, we really look like a complete team right now. What did you learn the most when you have gone through these last couple off seasons and you know spoken with the NBA and through that process? What have you learned about yourself? Um, I mean, I just learned about the professional lifestyle. I mean, how hard these guys work, um, how much film you have to watch, how much you have to take care of your bodies. And as a collegiate athlete, you don't really understand that until you see that. You have to see it firsthand. And I, and I saw it, and I know how how hard you actually have to go to actually make it. So uh, it's, it's, an, it's exciting. And just being able to play basketball for the rest of your life and yeah. It's, it's just it's just really incredible. You took full advantage of, of the ruling that they have, that opportunity of going out there, testing the waters. If you don't hire an agent, you can still see what the NBA is thinking. You can still do workouts. Mm-hmm. But then you have the opportunity to come back. Because you've utilized that rule not once but twice, just how important you think that rule is to collegiate athletes? Oh, I think it's, a, it's extremely important. I mean, a lot of players, they don't understand 
they, they might not know where they're going to land. Uh, I mean, it's such a broad, it's a, it's a hard decision. It's a life decision. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're all young. I mean, and it's a, it's probably, it's the biggest decision we're probably going to make, one of the hardest decisions we're going to make in our lives. So, yeah. Um, just to have a little glimpse of what you're getting into, I think that, that really helps us a lot. You decided to come back here, but your eyes light up when you talk about playing basketball for the rest of your life. I mean, as a little kid holding a basketball, I'm sure you can go back to those memories of this is what you've always dreamt of. So yeah. you got another run with Syracuse here, but after going through the process, can you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life? Is, is it is it tangible yet? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've seen that since I was... Oh. So I was like eight. I mean, that's that's always been my dream. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I know it's a lot of people's dreams, and it's just it's so hard to accomplish. Uh, but I know it's gonna be so satisfying uh, once you actually make it. So uh, I'm just here now, and uh, I mean, I'm just excited for the season, and uh, and then we'll see what what happens after the season. Well, I don't know. So. And lastly, for me, just I gotta ask you about Frank because yeah. you and Frank have done this together yeah. for so long and you got another run one more run together yeah. Frank's gutted out wins you've gutted out wins you guys are the vets I mean just what you can say about going through not only having to go through the trenches but doing it with him I mean uh, I mean Frank's a great guy I mean we've been we've been through it all uh, so uh, we had some tough games last year the games we had to gut out and then uh, it didn't look like we were gonna win it but we ended up, we ended up going down and winning it so uh, Frank's one of our key leaders, um, and uh, we're, we're, we're the two guys, especially from last year, who had that real that experience that we didn't have, that a lot of the guys didn't have last year. So, um, me and him are, are the leaders of this team, and uh, I think we're ready to lead these guys this year. So, welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. That was coming from Tyus Battle just now. A great conversation. And, they, you know, I always tell people, you know, when we're recording commercials or, you know, especially when I'm doing that, if I'm working with a business and I'm like, hey, you know, if you're going to voice the commercial, you have to smile when you talk because you can hear people smile. And I want to thank Johnny that's that I that I knew from my days in Scranton and uh, the rock station because when him and I were recording commercials, he told me that. He said, smile when you talk. He said, they can hear you smile. If you smile, then it makes people, like they can feel, they feel that like sunshine. They feel that happiness. So smile when you talk because they can feel that. And I could, you know, I mean, obviously I was with Tyus doing this conversation, but listening back to it here in the studio while you're listening to it, I can hear him. Because I know when he was smiling, and I so I'm listening for it. I'm like, can you tell? And you can. You know, when I talk to him about going to the NBA, and I talk to him about his dreams and realizing this thing, he honestly, bless his heart, he looked like a little kid. He looked like a little kid that's like, wow. I'm, I, I'm finally going to do I'm going to live my dreams. Like, it's such a beautiful wonderful thing and you know how can you be mad that's my you know you know what I mean it's like I understand that you know fans miss players and it breaks their heart when a player leaves but how could you be mad when you like if you saw what I saw 
and you saw his happiness and just like how proud he is of himself and just how he's like a, you know, like a kid in a candy store. You know, he's just so excited. You know, when I see that on his face, I can't help but be proud for him and happy for him. And, you know, it, like he makes you want to, you know, he made me want to give him a big hug and be like, you know, dude, enjoy every moment because this is, this is your life, you know? Live your dreams. Don't ever let anybody stop you from living your dreams because they're yours and God gave those to you. So use them. It just, it does. It's so heartwarming. And I really, really hope you could hear him smile because he was smiling from ear to ear and it was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And uh, I just, I always appreciate my time with Tyus. We've spent a lot of time together, man. And, uh, and he is one special player. He is one special, special player. And I told you that I thought he was coming back. And, you know, being right, you know, cause you, you, you know, I, I make my educated prognostications on this show and being right with this one is a really good thing. So Shout out to Syracuse having Tyus because that makes them hella dangerous. And uh, I think it's the first time I ever used hella on the show. And and Frank Howard, <clears throat> I want to thank Frank for everything he's done and all the time that we've got to spend together. He's been tremendous. <clears throat> and to anybody that thinks that Frank Howard is not an integral part of this team and a special part of this team is nuts. Marek Dolajai, every Pascal Chuku, Barama Sidibe, everybody on this team played a role last year to get to the Sweet 16. And outside of a couple possessions that were muffed, so to speak, Syracuse is in the Elite Eight. And I was with them the whole way, all the way to Omaha. And it wasn't easy to get to Omaha, Nebraska. And Omaha, Nebraska, I love you to pieces. But somebody please make it easier to fly into Omaha, Nebraska from Syracuse. Please. <laughs> I had to fly from Syracuse to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Des Moines, Iowa. And, I, and then I rented a car and drove two hours to Omaha, Nebraska. I went straight to the game. I went to, and then I went into my room. I hadn't eaten. So... I ordered a pizza that I didn't want in the middle of the night. The pizza got there at like 1 a.m. Then I edited until 3 a.m. And then I had to get up for a flight like six or seven hours later and go straight to the airport. I wasn't in Omaha, Nebraska for 24 hours. I was in Omaha, Nebraska for maybe 14 hours. So let's make it a little bit easier, folks. <laughs> to get to Omaha, Nebraska. And if you think Syracuse's airport is small, Omaha, Nebraska's airport is a third of the size of Syracuse's airport before we start a construction. Very tiny. Very tiny. You know, outrageously tiny. So that being said, I did appreciate my time there. It's just, I mean, it was beautiful. The whole area where like the CenturyLink Arena is and all that stuff was really beautiful. 
and where they do the College World Series and all the hotels and all that stuff. But finding Omaha, Nebraska is like finding Area 51. You drive and drive and drive, and there is nothing but grass and the sky and grass and the sky. There's not even trees. It's like grass and sky, weeds and sky. And then you're like, if I turn this corner and there's not a bunch of lights, I don't know where the hell I am. And it is like you like through the rain, I literally turned a corner and I was like, oh, like it was all it it was like Area 51. It was like either everything's going to be in one place or I drove in the wrong direction for two hours and everything was just sitting there in one place. And then when you leave this one area, you drive a straight line to the airport. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's a gas station. (laughs) So just. Very interesting, Omaha, Nebraska, for all you Syracuse fans that didn't make it out to the game. You didn't miss much. And Omaha, Nebraska should not be throwing shade at Syracuse, I'll tell you that. So, I appreciated my time. I loved the arena. That's And it's where Creighton plays, which is really cool. But Omaha, Nebraska is not a place that I would imagine there being the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Because it's very hard to get to. Like Atlanta makes sense. Orlando. Minneapolis. New York City. Washington, D.C. Those all make sense. That did not make sense. Omaha, Nebraska is like where like you, you would do the first four. Because... You're trying to get tens of thousands of people into Omaha, Nebraska, and your airport has one terminal, one place to eat, which isn't wide open. It's not like a closed restaurant. One place to buy stuff, and security is is up against gate one because they don't have space. They have like four gates. And somehow Air Alaska was in Omaha, Nebraska. Don't ask me how. Of as tiny as this airport was, it was like, hey, we go to Alaska. And I was like, how many people from Omaha, Nebraska are going to Alaska on the regular? That's a statistic that I want one of my listeners to send to me. This is a wake-up call fast break. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. 
Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Pendant Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is pen and trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. Having peace of mind when you're out of town, that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound, means taking them to canine campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound right lily so take a ride to 242 johnson street in east syracuse new york and see canine campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin the executive cabin the grand cabin or of course the luxury cabin because if you know lily you know she loves luxury Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pickup times are Monday through Sunday. Check caninecampground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K, dot com. Caninecampground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to Canine Campground. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and I cannot wait until my voice is completely back because it stinks. <laughs> so... You know, I am I am trying with every fiber of my being, folks. Uh, trust me on that. And it's it may it's just ugh. So I could easily be like, I don't sound like myself. I lost my voice. I'm not, you know. 
but I can't do that. You know, this is this is my living. This is what I love, and I'm here with you. I'm here with you. You know, ups, downs, lefts, rights. I'm here. That's how we do it. So hopefully, it will be back. I know it'll be back soon, but for right now, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit scratchy. So that's okay. May maybe I have a sexy, raspy voice that helps people enjoy their morning. Who knows? <laughs> but but welcome here to the show, and thank you so much for being a part of it. Let's hop into this first conversation with Syracuse men's basketball of the day. My conversation one-on-one with Marek Dolajai about him becoming stronger this season. It's true. Like I feel so much stronger. When I lift, I feel so much stronger. And that's true. Everything was said is true. You ended last season with more confidence out there in your shot and creating offense for yourself. Are you going into this season with that momentum from last year? Do you still feel that? Oh, I don't know if I feel that we still didn't play the game, but yeah, I will continue how I finish the season, and I hope it will be good. Having O'Shea back and, and decide to be here with the team this year, just what that means to you? O'Shea, like, he's a big part of the team. He was a big part last year. He was in top three, and it will be a big year. Having depth on the team this year, the fact that there's not going to be guys that have to play all 40 minutes, just what that means to you? I think it will be so, uh, so much easier to play. We can uh, run faster and we can rotate more, more guys. What can you say about the new guys that have come in, just what you've taken away from them? Uh, they're really nice. Uh, Jalen, really good point guard. Uh, Robert, good shooter. And Elijah, transfer. They, all three guys are really nice. What can you say about having oh, Buddy here too? Oh, Buddy is an excellent shooter and he'll help us. Having depth on this team, Coach Autry said that this is a we team, not a me team. Just what you can say about having that family atmosphere with this team. We are like a big family and everybody, no one has a problem with each other and this is a really big plus for us. We can talk all the time and I think that it will help us. That coming from Marek Dolajai here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Marek going into his second season. And for those of you that watched Syracuse basketball last season, which I would like to think that, you know, the overwhelming majority of you have, no matter where you're living, Syracuse basketball was definitely aided by the fact that not only was Marek, as the season went on and progressed, less and less afraid to take shots and do this and do that, but he was also just making them. He was making his jump shots. He was attacking the basket. I mean, I'll never forget being in Detroit, watching him play, watching him hit that jump shot, watching him spin off the guy and go at the rim. This man not only made shots, he they desperately needed help from somebody. I don't think people thought it was going to come from Marek. I don't know if Marek thought it was going to come from Marek in the beginning of the season, but darn it if he didn't get better with every passing day, and I know that fans are hoping that he's going to keep rolling on that wave of momentum right up into this season and beyond. Pascal Chuku is next. Pascal Chuku, speaking of guys that people don't suspect, he's over seven feet tall, yet he makes his free throws. You can't hack a shack on Pascal. So he brings another exciting element, just like Marek does, to this team. Here's Pascal and I starting our conversation on the depth of the team, and maybe people don't have to play 40 minutes anymore. Um, I mean, having depth, I think, is really important for us because, you know, we're not going to have um, specific guys playing in a lot of minutes, so we'll be able to push the ball and play as fast as we want. 
Adrian Autry said that it's a we mentality, not a me mentality with this year's team. Just what you can say about having that, you know, hey, maybe you don't have to play 20 minutes of the first half. Maybe you only have to play 15 or 12. Just how everybody's okay with sharing time. Um, I think that's really important for us because, um, you know, like you said, we don't really have to have one person averaging 40 minutes, uh, 40 minutes a game. Is more of, you know, having guys come in and you know impact the game their own way and you know all of us coming together and doing whatever we can to get the W. What do you like about the guys that have come in just what you can say about maybe some of the culture from Braswell and Carey and Bayheim and, and the people that have come in? I mean they're really good player, um, players. Um, if you have if you had a chance to be to our, to our practice, you see how each of them in their own ways impacting the game. Buddy is a good shooter, so um, I think all of them are good shooters. But um, Jalen, you know, he shares but he's a really good punk. I'm excited to play with him. And then Braswell with his athleticism and, you know, his playmaking. I think, you know, we got a really group, um, great group of guys that will really, really impact the game for us this year. You were a seven-footer that can make free throws last year. Are we counting on you at the end of games again? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's something I worked on a lot in the summer. So, I mean, it always goes off from there. <laughs> yeah, man, appreciate it. Thank no you. That coming from Pascal Chuku. Pascal Chuku. I mean, those free throws, man, you know, it's just, I'm telling you, it's not like Syracuse players that were seven feet plus didn't make free throws. Seven-footers typically here in America don't make free throws. I can't speak for over in Europe because seven-footers can take the ball up the field and shoot threes and stuff because it's a different world over the pond. But, you know, here in America, that doesn't happen a lot. I mean, this man is doing some really, really good things, and they can't be overlooked just because, you know, he's not, you know, scoring 20 points a game or whatever, whatever. So I have a lot of respect for for Pascal and what Pascal has done, and I don't think it should go understated at all that he can do what he does and and make these free throws. You know, to I mean, seven foot two and he makes free throws. That that to me is just that's nuts. It's absolutely nuts to me that he's doing that because I mean, how long have I been watching basketball and that doesn't happen? You know, overall in the season he was sixty three percent, but in those clutch games and in those in those postseason games and, and in those tight sequences, he was making free throws. There were games where, I mean, the man could go 10 for 11. I mean, he just, that is that is a huge, 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 huge advantage to Syracuse. Because forever and a day that it's existed that you would go to the free throw line, people have been fouling big guys saying they're not going to make them. And I believe that everybody fouled Pascal going, there's no way this guy can make him. Okay, there's no guy, there's no way this guy can make him two games in a row. Oh, there's no way that this guy can can make him in this game because, you know, it's got to run out at some point. He's a big man. I mean, to me, he just I mean, he does what he does. And I respect him for it and I give him a lot of credit for it. And I think it's awesome because it gives that special element to Syracuse, which is just really, really cool. And I appreciate it very much so. And with that being said, to keep on the conversation of Pascal, I have Adrian Autry, our conversation, 
that we had going into this season to preview up the season here for Syracuse Orange Men's Basketball. And Adrian and I start our conversation off, even though he's working with the forwards, you know, that's his room and whatnot. They all know their guys. And, you know, Barama Sidibe, he can function in different parts of this thing. So I felt like it was only right to speak with Adrian, who is the associate head coach, and, you know, works in the room with the forwards to ask him about Barama and Pascal and just what he thinks about these guys and their growth. And we also have some fun with the Jacksonville Jaguars as we continue on. This is what he had to say. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been a good, you know, preseason. Uh, obviously, um, Pascal has really uh, worked on his game. Uh, he's picked up some pounds. He's he's really had a really good preseason up until now. Uh, Barama starting to form into shape. You know, obviously coming off the the injury in the summertime, um, yeah. moving better. Uh, so you know, we're excited for those guys. I think we're gonna get a lot more production from those guys this year. I expect a lot more. I just think that they will. Um, but you know, Pascal has really made. Uh, you know, really big, big strides um, uh, so far. What can you say about uh, Barama, you know, with the injury and the surgery and everything that he had to go through? I mean, he's not wearing anything. I mean, he looks like he's, you know, here to play, here to go. I mean, how is the body right now? Well, I think, you know, it's still, you know, once you come off an injury, it takes some time to get, you know, feel like yourself. And I think he's getting through that, uh, you know, as we speak, you know, each day he's he's moving better, he's getting better, he's he's jumping better, uh, he's just doing better, you know, just you know moving better and playing better. So, you know, we're excited, and you know, I think you know another week or two, you know, as he keeps going, you know, he'll continue to get better. Bring me into your room with the forwards and just what you could say about some of these guys. I mean, obviously O'Shea Brissett is a big piece coming back, but just what you could say about you know the talent that you have inside of the room this year. You know, I like to start off first with Robert Braswell, the freshman, um, very talented basketball player um, at his height of 6'8", 6'9", shoots the ball really well, puts the ball on the floor extremely well, uh, good pass, just has a, you know, a really good player, you know, excited to have him. Um, I think, uh, you know, he'll he'll do really good things, you know, going forward in the future. Uh, Marek, you know, he's come back, uh, he's worked hard since the second, you know, second part of the summer. Um, he's gotten stronger, I didn't say bigger, I said stronger, um, <laughs> shooting the ball. Uh, extremely well um, within 15 to 17 feet you know uh, still a little inconsistent you know from the three-point range but uh, just you know just more confident he's moving better playing better being more more you know aggressive uh, you know O'Shea I thought has really made tremendous strides on his jump shot and his body he's gotten stronger he's really shooting the ball extremely well you know especially the last you know probably week and a half he's been lights out so uh, you know I'm, I'm excited about the group it's a lot of competition these guys help each other they you know they're competitive uh, you know so I feel good about it. Is there any coach besides you that's as good at getting overseas talent? I'm finding those diamonds in the rough. I, I, I would, I would, yeah, I would go out to say Gonzaga is really making a big impact with their overseas recruiting. Okay. Um, so, uh, and they've kind of opened my eyes to that as well. So, uh, I got to give credit to Gonzaga. They've done a really good job with, you know, getting guys overseas. But, you know, again, Marek, um, he's really blossomed and he continues to get better. So, you know, I'm sure my email will continually uh, get hit up from people from overseas. <laughs> Are you better than Q at going over? Since, like, I, I talked to him and oh. he's, like, everywhere. Istanbul, I mean. Yeah, yeah. He, he's Mr. Europe. I call him Mr. Europe. He's uh, National Lampoons. He just lives over there. Uh, no no disrespect to him. But, uh, no, he's, you know, obviously their relationships and their connections over there with the assistant coach being from over there, they've really done a tremendous job of, uh, 
uh, really attacking that, you know, that European market. You know, again, we want to get over there. It's just a little, you know, a little more tougher because the guys that are really, really good, they somehow get swiped up and go pro sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and going through that, I mean, uh, Darius Baisley was, was going to be here, ultimately decided to go to the G League, but maybe not the G League. It kind of a interesting scenario. I don't know if, you, if you've ever experienced something like that before. No, it was my first time experiencing it, but I'm sure um, as we start continually going, it won't be the last time, hopefully, um, as far as me being involved in coaching. But I think, you know, once they kind of figure this thing out, you probably won't have those. But, I mean, you, you, you know, those things happen, you know, and you got to respect that. You know, uh, he's a talented young man, and, you know, we wish him the, we wish him the best. And lastly, Tyus Battle decides to come back. O'Shea decides to come back. There's more depth on this team from what I see, at least on paper, than has been here in a while. Just the excitement around this year's team, knowing that you got those guys back, and then obviously there's other veterans. I know Frank Howard's fighting to come back and be ready to go as well. You know, it was you know last year, you know, we had some injuries and, and some you know early departures, um, so we, we didn't have a lot of depth. But to have a lot of depth and have different options is really is really exciting to have, and, and, and it helps everybody. You know, and that's how you get better and stay and you know, become a good team. Is you know, I always say iron sharpens iron. And, you yeah. know, and they're going against each other every day. Yeah. Um, you know, the greatest thing about these guys is they have a we mentality. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we're just excited. I have a smile on my face because I feel like we can only end this by if we say it together, Blake Bortles. Can we do that? Here we go. All right, ready? One, two, three. Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Can you say that? <laughs> Blake Bortles. That coming once again from Adrian Autry. Say it with me. Blake Bortles. So, you know, they just... They know my connection to the Jaguars, and they were razzing me a little bit. We always have fun with each other, so they always ask me how the team's doing. It just so happened to be one of the worst games of Blake Bortles, maybe the worst game he's ever played for the Jaguars with four interceptions and a fumble responsible for five possessions turned over to the Chiefs in a game that they really needed every single possession because Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are crazy good on offense. So say it with me, Blake Bortles. So, you know, it just, I love you, Adrian. That's all I'm going to say, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Let's take a step aside here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and we'll come back with my with my extended conversation with Alan Griffin. Alan Griffin coming up in just a few moments. He's heading into his second season with Syracuse, and I can't wait for you to hear what he has to say. Always fun to talk to, and I'm so happy that he's back. He'll be on in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. News is spreading in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub, with lots of room next to 450 parking spots. Wash down their delicious nine-ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. TVs abound all throughout the location, including their 90-inch monster. Watch your game, enjoy time with family, friends, as well as bringing the kids to the playroom. The SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines, as well as Robert Drummond, Syracuse football alum, and Dan Satora's 
pregame show two hours before kickoff for every home game. Private parties available as well for as many as 300 people. Come circulate at the Press Room Pub, downtown Syracuse, and visit PressRoomPub.com right now for more information. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DreisigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DreisigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DreisigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash DT. want to thank all my great partners that you get to hear during every fast break here on the show. We don't do traditional commercials, this, that, and the other thing. We have some fun. We have fast breaks. We make it all exciting because... It's not about screaming and begging you to buy something. It's about telling you about the people in this community that are good people, that care about you. And yeah, they have businesses and they want you to come in and spend money, but it's with good people that are hardworking, that are on the front lines of their businesses, that are consistently doing whatever they can do 
to make this community better and build up this community. And that's why they're a part of my team. Because when Central and Upstate New York need some positive voices, I do my best to go out and find them. And thanks, thanks to the good Lord, he has helped me find a ton of them. And I feel very privileged and I feel very honored to work with the people that I work with, whether it was one or 16 or whatever it may be. Thank you to each and every single one of you for being a part of what I'm doing and the movement that I am having in my life. I appreciate it. With that being said, speaking of being different and being unique, the conversations with these gentlemen, always unique, always different because it's my twist and it's Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. Alan Griffin is up next speaking on how he doesn't have to worry about being a coach on a team where guys have to play 40 minutes. Now they got some depth. Now they can move some things around. I asked him what he thought about this. Oh, it's unbelievable because, you know, these guys will be fresher when, you know, obviously when it's go time at the end of the game. Um, but uh, the, the guys that, you know, is going to come off the bench and some of the younger guys, um, they can go in and, and, and do whatever we need them to do, whatever coach asks them to do, they can go do it at a high level. From your room, just what you can say about uh, Barama, Sidibe, as well as Pascal Chuku, just what they've done to, to grow and improve going into the season. You know, one is Barama's, you know, getting as healthy as possible. Obviously, last year, just uh, the whole, pretty much the whole year he was playing on, you know, one leg, a half a leg, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, now getting him to 100%, getting himself 100%, you know, working extra in the weight room, uh, it just, you know, is going to benefit his game and, and our team tremendously. And, uh, you know, Pascal is, you know, he came back, you know, stronger and more confident. Uh, and uh, the one thing he did was uh, he dedicated himself to strength and conditioning this summer. And uh, that was one of the things that we talked about at the end of the year is that you just, you got to get stronger. And uh, I, I think he um, has gotten stronger and, you know, which, you know, with the strength for, with him, it comes confidence, you know, yeah especially around the basket in traffic. So uh, I think you'll see a different guy in there when it comes to that, and, and, and that's a big part of his game. How difficult is it for someone who's seven foot or above to have to, you know, I mean, is conditioning, in your opinion, I mean, is it is it more difficult? Is it harder to put that on and keep on that muscle and whatnot? I mean, just what you can say from, from that perspective, because he seems to move pretty well for a seven-footer, and some of these guys struggle underneath. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's very agile. He's athletic for 7'2". Um, you know, from you know from rim to rim, he could be one of the fastest guys at his size uh, in the country. Uh, but, you know, strength and conditioning is everything for him and um, because, you know, when you're around there amongst the trees and you're amongst those big bodies, you got to be able to get the ball up on the basket or go get it off the basket and put it back in. And you, you have to be, you know, strong. You know, you can be wiry strong, and I think that's where he is right now. I think he's at his strongest point since he's been in college right now, and it's showed uh, a difference in his game, These you know, these first couple of practices. I asked Pascal if we can count on him to make free throws at the end of the game like he had. It might be the best seven-foot free throw shooter that Syracuse has ever had. What do you think about his ability at that charity stripe? Oh, I, I think the sky's the limit at the free throw line. He has a pretty stroke. Um, you know, a lot of it was confidence. Um, you know, the one thing is a true story. Uh, uh, me and Pascal were shooting free throws, and you know, at the beginning, and he took his glasses off and put it in the top of his head, and, and he shot his free throw. And I'm like, 
that just doesn't make sense because don't you need your glasses to see the rim? Yeah. So I said, why don't you keep the glasses on and see how it works? And I said, from this point forward, you do not take the glasses off to shoot your free throws. You keep them on and you shoot your free throws. And you know what? I, I think it helped them. Yeah. You know, and it helped them towards the, uh, especially make some really big shots for us uh, last year from the free throw line. So um, I, I think Pascal could be 70s and above from the free throw line. Are you taking credit for all of his free throw makes now? No. <laughs> not at all. I'm not I'm not the one out there shooting it in front of 15 and 20,000 people, you know. Uh, he works tremendously tremendously hard on his free throws. Um, you know, we make we I make him shoot 100. I have to practice every day and again, he has to make the 20 in a row. That's just been our formula and he's done it. He's never said, "Nah, coach, not today." He's always stuck to it and you know, obviously he has some success with it. So that's all him, not me. <laughs> when you look at, at the depth getting back to, you know, the fact that you have maybe more depth than this team has seen in a decade, if not more, at every single position, just what that's done, in your opinion, for maybe the psyche of the team, the environment or the culture of the team, knowing that these guys can rely on each other, that they can tap out for two minutes and then come back in, the fact that, that there's something there that wasn't there last year. I think these guys towards the end of the season was exhausted, you know, and, and, and coming into practice, not having to take every rep in practice, uh, knowing that in the game situations that these guys are good enough to spell these guys, you know, each other for three to five minutes. It, it just makes a, a, a great working condition, and, and uh, these guys are, are playing together and playing as hard as possible with each other, and it's just, it's just a great this has been really good practices to be honest the additions of Jalen Carey Buddy Bayheim, Robert Braswell and then Elijah Hughes having the opportunity just what you can say about all of it coming together oh it's great uh, these guys all work together talented group and they all look for one another and, and that's what's going to help us in, in games when we really need it that coming from Alan Griffin once again Alan Griffin assistant coach of the Syracuse Orange and former player of the Syracuse Orange, and not the first time he's been on the staff because he was there as a grad assistant back in the day, and I appreciate everything that he has done and his connection to this team as a player, as a grad assistant, and now as an assistant coach, and, uh, you know, obviously having some fun there, like he said, and, and that's kind of an interesting story that he told me, you know, take take the glasses, you know, just don't take the glasses off when you're shooting free throws. Keep the glasses on. Keep the glasses on when you're shooting free throws, and just see if that makes it better. And from here on out, don't take the glasses off. Leave them on when you're shooting your free throws. I thought that that was cool because, you know, the stories like that, you don't know it until you know it. You know what I mean? So now you know it. I didn't know it. And now you do. So, you know, spreading some information and some little things, some some little pieces, some little nuggets that actually help out. So I thank Alan Griffin for that. And to continue with the coaching staff, Jim Bayheim, two sons, one court, two worlds, one family. Makes me <laughs> makes me think of Tarzan, right? So Jim Bayheim, two sons, one court. Jimmy's playing for Cornell. Buddy is now on Syracuse. I asked Jim what it's going to be like to coach one son and coach against another son. And this is what he had to say. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be uh <laughs> I think that's the best word to describe. It'll be an interesting experience when they both are out there uh, on the same court. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Do you find it difficult when you have Buddy out there of maybe not being a little bit harder on him? No, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm fair with everybody. I try to be fair with everybody. I've been doing this a long time, and you know, I get on some guys a little bit more than others, depending on what the what they're doing. But uh, no, I try to be pretty even-handed with everybody. You have depth on this team at every position. You made it to the Sweet 16 last year with only having five, five and a half with Brahma not being 100%. Just what you can say about having the depth this year. Well, I think that's going to be helpful, but you never know how it might translate. You don't know how exactly the team will really be. You just don't know those things. But uh, we're looking forward to the year. Braswell and, and Carey, just what you can say about those additions as well this year. Well, they're good. You know, uh, Jalen Carey is an explosive point guard. He's got a lot of tools, uh, some good practices. Uh, Robert Braswell is a very good shooter uh, for a late signer. He's a, a very solid player. And then uh, finally for me, Eric Devendorf obviously moved forward, but he got to spend a lot of time with you here. Just what you can say you took away from him as a player and as having you on the staff for a bit. Well, he was a great player for us. He was a tough competitive player as we've ever had here. and uh, He really turned everything around and uh, did a great job here, and I think he'll do a great job as a, you know, he got a full-time coaching position at Detroit, and uh, I think he'll do great there. That coming from the man, Jim Beheim here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. Thank you again to Jim Beheim, Alan Griffin, Adrian Autry, Marek Dolajai, and Pascal Chuku for giving me some time. Also on yesterday's live show, I had the opportunity to share with you my one-on-one conversations with Howard Washington Jr., Robert Braswell, Tyus Battle, Buddy Bayheim, and Elijah Hughes. If you ever miss a show or if it's a favorite one of your shows or you just want to hear it back, whatever it may be, all you have to do is go to wakeupcalldt.podbean.com. That's wakeupcalldt.podbean.com, and you can listen to over a 1,000 shows there. After they go live, they go there. You can also go to wakeupcalldt.com and click on the RSS feed, the iTunes podcast, the Podbean podcast, or TuneIn Radio, and those will also bring you to the shows that are live here on MixLR and then go to the archive. So you'll be able to get all those shows this week and tune in to them and, and get a feel for it. So thank you so much to every coach and every player from Syracuse that helped me to preview this. And, and to the ones that weren't on, I mean, obviously I, I, I appreciate and respect them all. Couldn't get to everybody in the room so we got to 10 different people but you know always appreciate my conversations with Jerry McNamara I look forward to having him on this show and speaking with him you know of course Frank Howard you know having him back on the broadcast as well and O'Shea Brissett and and so on and and Barama Sidibe so it's going to be a great year for Syracuse basketball I think 2018-19 I said sweet 16 again but my reality is I think I think this team if this team, and again, you have to, you have to, like Jim Beheim said, you know, you got depth now, but you never know what that's going to mean, and you don't know how it's going to shake out. Maybe three guys don't translate well. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe one guy has a down year. Two of the new guys can't get it together. So now you don't have all those guys. You have all of them minus three. So, or maybe an injury happens to somebody, and then somebody else has to step up, and it takes two people to make up for the one person that's gone. So I get that. It's the bigger picture. So on paper, I think that this could be a Final Four team. On paper, if this team does everything that they did last year, I shouldn't say I should say with the heart, not not just on paper with the, with the heart. What I mean by on paper is they have depth, but the heart of this team, 
the heart of this team. This team, what they did last year with five and a half guys, they got to the Sweet 16. And like I said, two possessions that they don't give up, they go to the Elite Eight. So, over Duke. So, in my opinion, when I look at the grand scheme of things this year, I believe that if this team carries the same heart, the same fight, the same determination into this season with depth, with more people, with help, with aid, with the opportunity to take a break, if all signs point to yay, I think this is a Final Four team. I do. I genuinely do. And I thought that three months ago. So, you heard it here. I'm letting you know. I was the crazy person in 2016 that thought that they were they could be the best team in the ACC. I put them in North Carolina at the top, and them in North Carolina were both in the Final Four. I was considered a crazy person, a good person, a homer, a positive voice. I was everything under the bridge, but you know what? At the end of the day, I was right. <laughs> Whatever I was or I wasn't or I was or I was, I was right. I was right. And... It was because that team showed me something special. There was something about Tyler Lydon and something about Trevor Cooney and something about Mike Benajay and something about Malachi Richardson. There was just something about that team that I really, really respected. And everybody wants to critique you for a bold pick, but they don't want to give you credit when your boldness was correct. And that's in any walk of life. The bolds, the people who take risks, are constantly critiqued, constructively and destructively. But when your risks and your boldness create success in your life, those people aren't going to come congratulate you nine times out of ten. And that's okay. Because you didn't take the risks and you weren't bold for them. You were bold and taking risks for yourself. Because you bet on yourself and... You believed that putting all putting all the chips on you was going to make it happen. And, you know, I don't suggest putting all the chips on anything but yourself and God. I wouldn't say bet on black or bet on red or bet on this or bet on, put everything on this number. I will tell you, though, if you're going to bet on something, bet on yourself. Bet on God. If you're doing good things, the dividends will come. <laughs> 